course, the Super Bowl is Sunday, and for many people, including in my house, it's all about the commercials, commercials and the food. Pat Laughlin is the Chief Creative Officer for Laughlin Constable here in town, and he is with us live in the studio. Pat, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Before we play a couple of these clips, I want to ask you a general question about celebrities. There are so many celebrities, and we're going to hear a couple of them here, but Dave Grohl, Will Ferrell, a couple in the ads we're going to play. How do brands decide whether celebrity is a right fit for them or not? Because it doesn't always work. Yeah, it doesn't always work, and you run the risk of uh, having the wrong person aligned with you. But, you know, really, I think when you spend so much money in the Super Bowl, you almost feel the need to have to have a celebrity working in your ad. Um, I think it's just really easy to fall prey into that. And, um, I, you know, there's something I want to talk about a little bit later about the celebs, too. We can come back to it about um, if you can remember the brand or the celeb. I think that's, that's going to be the key on Monday. That's a really good question. All right, here, let's play a couple clips. This is from uh, a company called Workday. Hey, corporate types, will you stop calling each other rock stars? You're a rock star. You are a rock star. Rock stars, please. You know what it takes to be a rock star? I've trashed hotel rooms in 43 countries. I was on the road since I was 16. I've done my share of bad things. Also, you'll share about things. We know that using Workday for finance and HR makes you great at your job. That don't make you a rock star. Oh, Ted in finance, you're a rock star. Hey, Liz in HR, can you do this? Unless you work with an actual rock star. You are a rock star. Thank you. Who's the new guy? Hi, I'm Oswald. Hello, Oswald. Give it up for Pam. Pam, you are a rock star. I wasn't going to say it. Kind of difficult when you can't see the celebrities, but uh, Billy Idol's in there. Ozzy yes. Osbourne is Joan in there. Joan Jett. A bunch of people. Paul Does this Stanley. ad work for you? I love this ad. Um, <laughs> it's one of my favorites that I've seen so far. Um, really what I like about it is like that's how you use a celebrity, in my opinion. You know, you have them really aligned with the concept of the commercial. The commercial concept works really well with the product, too. Um from at least what I understand what Workday does uh, as a business-to-business brand. But I think this is a really good chance for them to get exposure. And um, I know I've walked around our offices, the Laughlin Constable offices, muttering to myself, we're not rock stars. We're not rock stars. We don't destroy (laughs) hotel rooms. Why are we using this term? (laughs) Here, this is an ad that's uh, been described as polarizing. It capitalizes on the long-running series Breaking Bad. This is just a clip of that ad. Yo, these are the bomb. And they're air-popped, not fried. Popcorners? You're an artist. Actually, Jesse, it's just basic ingredients. No, we don't eat our own supply. Mr. White! Jesse. Everyone's going to want to taste. One of these. I call them popcorners. Time! 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 We've got six signature flavors, y'all. Seven! You make seven! Seven works. Yeah. Okay, so I want your assessment. I... Don't get it because I didn't watch Breaking yeah. Bad, and Breaking Bad ended ten years ago. Isn't that a big risk in putting uh, out an ad? It's certainly interesting, but um, I mean, I, I know we're looking at each other. Nobody listening could see my face, but I was cracking up the whole time um, <laughs> listening to uh, Tuco go tight, tight. And I just Greg think that's hilarious. Yeah, if you like Breaking Bad, this probably really resonated with you. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, I thought it worked really well. I thought it was really funny. Um, you know, we shared these around the creative department at work. We talked about it. A lot of people were turned off by it as well. They're like, "What do we? This is this relevant still? It was ten years ago? Can we just let that show exist in the past? And why do we have to keep bringing it up?" And see, I don't think it's the relevancy. I think it's I'm familiar with it. It's pop culture. Like I enjoy the idea of it. 
but not watching it, I'm not in on the joke. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, The Simpsons could make jokes about The Godfather, and if you'd never seen the movie, like, you still would laugh, but then you wouldn't really realize the full depth of the joke. This is just, hey, welcome back to your old characters. If you watch this show, and if you didn't watch this show, it's just, oh, look, there's Brian Cranston in his hat. This must have something to do with Breaking Bad. It doesn't make me want to have... The popcorn or snack. Oh, look at that. I at least tried to remember the name. I, I tried to remember the name. So, Did it work for you, Greg? So I would argue that, that the commercial doesn't exist if it weren't for Better Call Saul, which is the prequel to Breaking Bad, and it's brilliant, and it just finished up. But all the while watching the final season, I think aficionados were saying, oh, when are Walt and Jesse going to end up back in this series? When are we going to see them again? I think people who love Breaking Bad, and it's the highest-rated program ever on Metacritic, I think that the overwhelming majority of fans watching will have seen Breaking Bad. It'll resonate with them because you pine for more Walter White and Jesse Pinkman if you've watched the show. Yeah, and, and to that point, too, I mean, having watched the show and knowing about the product and the quality of the product in the show, um, you would think that these popcorners are probably pretty good, too. Yeah. Hey, let's play another one. So a uh, little bit of setup here. This is for T-Mobile, and it is John Travolta reprising his role from Greece and the duo from Scrubs. Home internet seems too good to be true, but uh, that's what T-Mobile can do. Tell me more, tell me more. I think it's bad, but it makes me smile. <laughs> it does make me smile, but... What's your assessment? I apologize Does this to work? all of your listeners for submitting him to that song <laughs> once again and bringing it back into their lives. Um, for so me, you really don't like this at all, Pat. <laughs> that's an understatement. Oh um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just like that tune. And then I, I have to just get this off my chest. Whopper, whopper, whopper. I just every time you watch a football game, yep. like, guys, OK, like. You guys, I think they need to go to an island with the Grease creators and just listen to each other's songs and let us not have to worry yeah, about it for a while. Yeah, I can't stand that either. That yeah. one really, I, I don't know, it grates on me. But see, it's... now this commercial with the T-Mobile, because of the Grease song, and again, maybe I'm too close to it because I am a Grease fan, but I feel like it checks those boxes yeah. of, even if you've never watched Grease, if you didn't grow up singing at slumber parties, the song and seeing these performers perform it is funny as they're dancing around in this suburban neighborhood. You don't have to know that John Travolta was in that seminal role in the 70s. That was the first one that what threw me off. It's like, oh, it's a bald John Travolta singing at me. That was that was initially, but I warmed up towards the end. Okay, so that, so that one does, does it for you, but the Breaking Bad one doesn't. Because but I, it's like, why can't Grease <laughs> just stay back where it was in the 70s instead of having parents try and explain what the hell the movie is? But I think Good it question. also resonates with a lot of women. <laughs> who are my age and in that age range sure. who are probably parents and it's like oh okay that that's going to catch your eye absolutely hey, yeah. i want to ask you also so many ads we're playing them here pat now are released early i remember what it was it 10 years ago like one or two did yeah. it was a really really big deal take us inside the strategy of the ads being released early yeah well it's i think we're at about six to seven million dollars uh for a spot this year so i think it's just get it out there get as much many eyes on it you got these celebrities in it Get people talking about it early. I think you either want to be first out there or you hang on to it and then you let it be unveiled during the game. Um, 
I've really noticed, I think every commercial I've seen so far has been humorous, too. Mm. So I think humor is going to be back this year. Um, and I think uh, maybe some of the more emotional or political-ish ads, if there are any this year, they want to just wait and let that have its moment during the game. Can't you just save a little money and put a monkey or a bear in the commercial? <laughs> Doesn't that always work? Man, you bears know, are hot. That didn't end well for the brands that did that. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> so animals are out, humor's in? Yeah, that's a really good point. I haven't seen many animals this year. So, yeah, humor's in, celebrities are in, animals, sorry, maybe next year. <laughs> and last year, you know, the big categories were electric vehicles mm-hmm. and crypto. Yeah, I saw electric vehicle ads previewed already. Yeah, there's going to be a, a, an EV ad. Um, it's interesting. It's a cross-promotion between Netflix and General Motors uh, with Will Ferrell in it. Um, so that's interesting. And then I think the other thing to watch for, too, is um, Anheuser-Busch gave up their exclusivity this year. So you're going to see a lot more other liquor and mm-hmm. beer brands. So that'll be interesting to watch for. But speaking of ads I think women will like, um, I don't know if you've seen the new Bud Light spot with Miles Teller and his wife. Um, my research has shown that uh, that ad will do well because women love Miles Teller. And my reference point is my wife, who continually tells me that she loves Miles Teller. <laughs> um, I liked him in Whiplash, and then you can't I, deny him in Top Gun Maverick. He was, yeah, know? he was pretty good in that movie, too. <laughs> Pat I, Laughlin is the chief creative officer for Laughlin and Constable. Will you come back on Monday and kind of walk us through what we saw? I think I'm free Monday. Yeah, I'll be back yeah. over here. All right. Come in Monday. Cool. We'll see you then, Pat. It's always good to have you in the studio. Yeah, Thank thanks, you guys. so much.